it's an incredible feeling applying for a job and putting yourself out there, risking rejection, applying for something with all of your heart. And then after giving it your best, you get hired. You know, the feel feeling of being selected to work for the city or any position that you apply for is a special memory you'll hold on to for the rest of your life. And today we're talking about getting hired and how to get hired by the city of Hillsborough. This is an important community conversation so that for us to share the kinds of jobs that are in demand, why it's meaningful to work and serve in your community, and even some of our panel's favorite tips on how you can be successful getting the job that you want. I'm delighted to welcome our three panelists today. We have Joanna Parra, who's a special events supervisor with the City of Hillsborough Parks and Recreation Department. She herself was hired within the past year and knows what it's like to go through the application process. We have Commander Brian Wilbur, who leads the recruitment for our City of Hillsborough Police Department. And we have Noah Benjamin, a senior recruiter for the City of Hillsborough's Human Resources Department. Thank you all for being here. Thank you. So, you know, what do you remember about your interview experience? Because um, that's one thing that you all have in common. One thing we all have in common when we start, you know, uh, whether it's with the city or a school district, that's, you know, that, that interview process. What, what do you remember? And Joanna, we'll start with you. Oh, my most, <laughs> it was so recent. I remember specifically getting to meet the special events team mm -hmm. at that time, getting to meet our Parks and Rec leadership. But my most memorable is being part of my interview process was creating a mock event. So creating the mock event and then presenting it to the leadership that was part of my in-person interview, that was one of the most memorable things was just walking everybody through that through that mock event. And hopefully with that mock event, <laughs> there was no limit on the budget and what you could do. That would make right? it fun. Right, that, <laughs> that is the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Commander. Well, I think one of the neatest things is applicants to the city of Hillsborough, while they're being interviewed and they're the one that feels like they're, you know, on the proverbial hot seat, they're really interviewing us. And I think that seeing that change, whether that happened for me in that interview process where I realized this was really about a conversation presenting who I was as a person and who they were as people interviewing me. Mm -hmm. And that, that kind of realization that's quite a comfortable mutual experience uh, for someone's success. Nice. Yeah, for me, my experience was uh, partly what you mentioned at the beginning of the conversation in that, um, that fear of rejection. So I had looked at the city for several years, finally made the effort to apply, interviewed and didn't get the job and came back for more. So I kept trying until I found that perfect fit for me. Um, and I've now been here for about a year and a half and, and really excited about, about the journey I've been on. Nice. You know, I remember as a principal, similar thing, um, sometimes hiring people on that second go round yep. when it was a better fit or mm -hmm. more experience. And hiring that brand new teacher uh, to their first job mm -hmm. or hiring somebody who, you know, had changed careers or somebody who was returning to the workforce. You know, it, it, so much of that is about, you know, finding that good fit and just helping to maintain, you know, a healthy culture or creating the culture, you know, that you want um, to, you know, that you want to uh, provide, you know, in my case as a principal, 
in your cases, you know, is a city. And, you know, we have each year hundreds of new employees that are hired. Um, you know, currently, I think we have about 1,300 employees. And so from uh, their, their full-time and part-time, you know, in our police and fire departments, in our, you know, parks and recreation department, um, you know, in our human resources, library, uh, even water and public works. And so, you know, as we have, um, we're a growing city, so that creates more demand for employees. And then you have retirees or people moving into, you know, being promoted. So again, those create vacancies. So with all of the retirements and different promotions and, and growth, it's gotta be challenging keeping up on, you know, filling all of those positions. So. I'll give a shameless plug for the website, which is hillsborough-oregon.gov forward slash jobs. And that webpage has a lot of our available jobs, dozens and dozens. But for the three of you in your roles, what are the jobs that you spend the most time and energy um, finding talented people? And Commander, we'll start with you. So the police department, you know, it's a full service police agency. So we have lots of jobs under the umbrella of the police department. Uh, but our two biggest needs are police officers, entry and laterals, and also our record specialist division. Those professional staff members uh, support uh, everyday work of law enforcement officers and every community member who comes to the police department to seek help, advice, or service. So those are our two biggest challenges when it comes to hiring, and those are our two biggest needs. And lateral is somebody who comes in from another department. Mm -hmm. So a lateral police officer is someone who has experience in the law enforcement profession, whether that's in the state of Oregon, locally or farther out, mm -hmm. as long as their certification transfers over to Oregon, we'll ensure that they get the right training that they need here to perform the services that the city of Hillsborough expects or entry level people as they're hired as an entry level police officer and then later attend a police academy and have the ongoing and further training it takes to do that. And so the police officers are sworn yeah. and the records are non-sworn. So they have different kinds of specialized training, but they mm -hmm. don't necessarily go through the academy. Exactly right. And those professional staff members of our organization, uh, they're as important as any other job in the city that they help our organization run and support our community as a whole. So those are very valuable positions at the city of Hillsborough that we encourage people to apply to. Good, and just like our police officers, our police department is 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Our record staff is there 24 hours a day. They are, well. they're always there serving uh, the community as a whole and all the stakeholders, whether those are police officers or community members. Very good, and you know, it's not just our, our police department, you know, it's, you know, it's our fire department, it's 24 mm -hmm. hours a day, and it's, you know, our public works, it's some of whom are on call 24 hours a day, and our water department, and you know, so that kind of leads into some of the recruitment that, that you do for Absolutely. those other departments. Yeah, so we, uh, in the recruitment team, support all of the departments in the recruitment. Um, some areas outside of, of what Brian shared is that um, is looking at our water department. So in the next couple of years, we'll be bringing on a new water treatment facility, and there's going to be a need for water treatment plant operators. Um, this is a, an area that is in great need within the state of Oregon. Um, there are a limited number of individuals within the state that have the certifications that are required. Um, so we're doing our part um, as a city to, to try to fill those roles. So our water team has created an operator and training program where this is a year long limited duration role that's paid and people you know, gain valuable skills that can help them 
progress as they as they go through their operator uh, certifications. There's also programs with local community colleges as well to receive those certifications. Um, so that's one one opportunity that that we see a great need for. The other are paramedics. So with our fire department, um, finding firefighters that have paramedic certifications is also one that's that's very valuable and needed. Um, and then lastly, I would say. Um, I'll touch on it, but mm -hmm. the parks and recreation, the part-time and the seasonal opportunities, specifically lifeguards is something that we're seeing nationwide a shortage in, um, especially after the pandemic. So, um, you know, our, our team has done a great job with providing free certification for lifeguards. It's a great opportunity for summer employment for people that are looking for mm -hmm. flexible opportunities. Um, pay is, I think, starting out somewhere around close to $20 per hour. So it's a good paying summer summer job, uh, as well as throughout the year. Nice. Yes, and uh, touching on that great need of the lifeguards, I do want to mention that that has its own per se webpage within the city, mm -hmm. um, which makes it very easy and very informative to be able to apply and get those needed certifications for lifeguards. Um, within Parks and Rec as well, a huge need is instructors, and that's overall through a whole, whole Parks and Rec um, for all of our centers, Hidden Creek, Shark, and under Parks and Rec, we have um, the Arts and Cultural Center, so mm -hmm. instructors there and um, maintenance. Uh, there is a great need within our maintenance, um, park maintenance for AIDS and seasonal staffing. Um, that is where we find a great need for our busy time in the summer. Um, even under my role with um, special events, a seasonal staff, that is a great need for both the summer and uh, the winter for events and in general for parks and rec. There's a lot of need for seasonal staff. And some of that seasonal work can be done by high school kids and college yes, kids. Yes, um, the seasonal staff brings in a great amount of flexibility um, for our students, um, whether in high school or college, because we do we are very flexible with those needs of that they are welcome to return. So if they work in the summer and then they go back to school in the fall, um, if they're able to work during the winter or even come back the following summer, they, they, they stay on part as a team. So there's a lot of flexibility um, for college students too that go away during the, the school time and then then come back and work for us so it offers a great deal of flexibility and even Litopia, you know which yes. we have during the winter time mm -hmm. i was talking to a, a high schooler a senior at liberty and she had worked at Litopia and now finishes you know finishing out her school year and during the summer is is going to yes. be picking up you know a new job you know, in seasonal. Yes, it offers a lot of seasonal off jobs, offer a lot of educational component to continue to learn more, not just within the particular role that they applied for, but it opens up opportunities for other projects. It has opened up opportunities for other projects um, for seasonal staff to learn within Parks and Rec and to be able to be part of other learning experiences within other divisions as well. Nice. So besides the training that's offered and the flexibility that's offered, Offered, and just the the great people and you know to work with um, what what are some of the other you know things that you use or say to encourage members of our community to work for our city um, I would what I encourage people to do is um, to lose that possibly stereotype or, or that they don't belong or mm -hmm. that the city may not be where they need either more educational component or more because there are a lot of opportunities that you 
for everybody, that you can see yourself within the roles in the city mm -hmm. and that it opens up um, opportunities for um, diversity. Um, it's great that the city as staff, as I am a staff of the city and with a Latino background, it's also great to know that we are part of this community and that we can be part of what the community represents. Nice. So I would say apply. Um, it's better to, to, to go through the process and, and then not regret, I should have, I should have applied. So I'm, I welcome everybody to apply and, and to go for it and bring your life skills into it and your diversity into right. it because that's something the city definitely welcomes. Very good, thank you. I think there's all those traditional benefits that come with city employment and government employment, whether that's health care, vision, all those great things and the highly competitive salaries that the city of Hillsborough offers. But we, you know, we're fortunate to work for a city where we're all answering that kind of intrinsic need of doing good, of helping, of being there for our community members. And I think there's a lot of value to that when we advertise us as an organization without regard to the department that we're in, because we're all driven by that um, focus to help people in the community, mm -hmm. whether that's in fire or human resources mm -hmm. or parks or HR water, that everybody here that works for the city of Hillsborough really has that need to make an impact uh, positively in our community. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, for, for me, it's it's definitely, I think, the, the community impact, um, being able to give back, not just, I think, to the community at large, but to my local community that I'm a part of. Um, and then I, I think coupled with that is also the um, the amazing work-life balance that we have here at the city. So, you know, I, I think the leadership team does a great job at evaluating the benefits that are offered um, and making sure that, that this is a welcoming environment for all and, uh, and one that also rewards its employees. Very good. So we know what you would say to encourage others, but what, what brought you here, you know, to, to work for the city? because you all have different backgrounds. And uh, so Noah, can we start with you? Yeah, absolutely. This is um, probably my favorite question, I think, so far. Um, so I, I started my HR career um, working in local um, or a global nonprofit, um, really felt a drive for, for giving back, um, and then eventually moved out to the Pacific Northwest and, uh, and transitioned over into into the private sector mm -hmm. and just felt like I was missing something. Um, so after uh, moving out to Hillsboro, my partner and I visited the, the pride party that the city put on. I think it was their first event. And, uh, and we walked away with this real sense of community and appreciation for something that we had just joined this, this, this community. Um, and I was most impressed, I think, with the show of support from from everyone and especially the city itself. Um, so in particular, the, the police department had an amazing presence there. And uh, and it kind of planted the first seed of thinking like this would be a great place for me to, mm -hmm. to eventually land. So I started, you know, following the city and watching out for jobs and, you know, seeing if there'd be an opportunity down the road. Good. So I was in law enforcement before coming to the city of Hillsborough, but before that I was a public educator. And I think that's one of the most powerful things about our working community at the city of Hillsborough is that we have people from all these different backgrounds that got here and still continue to make an impact. And I'm fortunate to see that every day in, in our particular department, the, the police department, because when uh, our police officers, those men and women go out and, and help people on calls for service or support the people that are helping for calls 
walls and surfaces is that they really have these really great diverse backgrounds and are the fabric of the community itself. And that's, that's really valuable nice. as, a, as a member of the city. So we know then what brought you here, what keeps you here? Uh, I think it's that fabric of the community. Yeah. I mean, it really is that when I walk into my organization or my part of this organization is I see what's out there in the world. And uh, it's that sense of community. There's a sense of family. There's a sense of belonging. And there's a, uh, from my perspective, a really genuine belief that everybody who contributes is valued for that contribution, no matter where they're at in the yeah. city of Hillsborough. Thanks. Uh, for me, it is, uh, it's the people that I work with. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy the team that I'm a part of. Um, when I interact with, you know, cross, cross-functional departments, um, there's a level of respect um, that I think is, is provided that I, I highly appreciate. Um, and also, you know, I, I like that, you know, we were able to have fun at work and enjoy the time that we're here. Um, yeah, I think those are the things that, that really speak to me and keep me here. Good. Well, for myself, what brought me here and keeps me here is uh, moving to Hillsborough in 2012, um, then attending the city's events and getting to know, um, started with actually HPD, getting to know their outreach component and just seeing them where, where, whatever event they were at. And I actually started as a volunteer. So I started as a domestic violence volunteer, um, got a lot of education from that and, and then moved on to be a mediation volunteer. And, and within all that, I wanted to work. I wanted the community aspect and I wanted to work where I live. And um, then being involved with the chamber and working with them, I got to meet and work alongside a lot of staff from the city with economic development and um, Parks and Rec. And knowing and seeing and being part of that collaboration and that teamwork aspect, um, that's what drove me to be, I don't just want to volunteer for the city, I want to work for the city as well. And that's what drew me to, to apply for the role that I'm in. And what keeps me here is, is community, um, team environment, collaboration. Literally what drove me to want to work here is what drives me to stay. Um, you become part of a family, you know, outside of your family, when you have your family to go to, when you leave work, it's nice to know that you have a family when you come to work and that you have the support, not just within the role in your own team you're with, but the collaboration within different divisions of the city. I always like to say that at the end of the day, we're all under the same roof, no matter what division or what department we're in. So that collaborative mode um, is what keeps me here. Mm. You know, you talked about the collaboration, and I think that's one of the advantages we have as a full service city, mm -hmm. you know, where we have our, a, a fire department, a police department, a parks and recreation department, water department, you know, planning, transportation, you know, 11 departments all together. And so you have to collaborate, yes. but you get to. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I think for me, in all the years that I've lived in, in Hillsboro, when we had our um, 
Main Street fire mm -hmm. a little over a year ago. That to me was collaboration at its best because it was a crisis situation and you had the police, you had our fire department, you had our water department, mm -hmm. you had our uh, parks and rec department. Um, you know, obviously our city manager, you know, was there. We had HR risk management, you know, because of the risk that was involved. I mean, on and on and on. And then you even saw our, our community reflect that as we rallied around all the businesses. And, um, and I think, you know, both our city organization culture reflects our community and our community mm -hmm. reflects our city. And um, so to see that kind of collaboration, it's like, yeah, this is, this is a healthy place to live. Mm -hmm. It's a very healthy place to work. And uh, so, but I also recognize that, you know, there are within that opportunities for advancement. And, you know, I think of somebody that started in Parks and Rec over 20 years ago, mowing lawns, and now works on our ECDEP department. So, you know, you don't, you know, so there's opportunities for growth and advancement, and it doesn't even have to stay within your department. Um, I know there are folks that have moved from the police department to the fire department, and from Parks and Rec into, into other departments as well. So I think that also is great because as you, work to challenge yourself or prove yourself, you don't have to leave the city to do that. But if you choose to, you could become the city manager in Cornelius, mm -hmm. you can become the police chief in Beaverton, mm -hmm. you can um, you know, head up a department in the city of Portland. So we are attractive mm -hmm. you know, because of you know, how well people are trained, how well people you know, um, perform. And so that is also one of those challenges we have is to um, just replace the good people that kind of get uh, snagged by, by other jurisdictions, <laughs> by other cities. Um, so when you think about uh, that person that's watching this or listening to this and they're thinking about applying for a job in our city, what would be you know, a, a nugget or two that you would say, make sure you do this? And John, we'll start with you. I definitely, I, one thing I would say is research. Do your research. Um, we have an amazing web page of Hillsborough that goes from every single department to things as fun as events and programming and all of that. Do your research into the, the areas and the scopes that you're interested. Um, next thing I would say is, is bring yourself, who you are, be authentic. Be authentic into who you believe, what you believe, and bring that authenticity into the role that you are applying, that are applying to. And, and, and third, most important that I feel because it was important for myself to learn is talk to staff, talk to city staff. I never found anybody that was not willing to talk. It's the other way around. And you will find staff, especially now with the great sunny days coming up, we will be be outreaching and engaging at the markets, at events, talk to staff, even if it's from a division that you're not looking into applying. However, they can give you an insight or, or guide you to where or who you may talk to. So definitely talking to staff is, is I found it very helpful and I do give that advice to talk to staff. Good advice, thank you. Those are brilliant tips. Yeah. I would say absolutely follow all yeah. those. You're gonna see Hillsborough police officers at your market, at your hops game, and they're gonna be there recruiting mm -hmm. good community members who wanna come work for the city. And they'll answer questions about any department while they're there. 
Uh, I would also say in particular for the police department, when you go to that website, that join our city website, under the police department, we have recruiters. So if a candidate is interested in any of our professional positions or any of our sworn positions, or they just want advice on how to enter into the profession or the steps they need to take, call that number. We promise to call you when you leave a message. We promise to respond to your emails. We promise to get back to you in a timely manner and respect you as, as you would want to be respected as an applicant. And I think that's a big, a big benefit for any candidate to do. Great. Thank you. So I have two key tips. Uh, the first is when you go to our jobs page, there is an option for completing a job interest mm -hmm. card. And I think a lot of people miss this opportunity. So sometimes our jobs are open up for maybe only two or three weeks. If you fill out that job interest card, you're gonna get notified immediately once we post a job so you don't miss out. Um, second to follow up, I think definitely do the research on the front end, do your homework. Um, as you complete that application, make sure that you're taking the time to fill out everything, paying attention to what are the required documents. It's a shame when we have to reject candidates that don't complete everything that's, that's required. Um, so, you know, do your due diligence, complete those supplemental questions. We take the time to read those. Our hiring panels take the time to look through those, uh, look at your cover letters and resumes. Um, so yeah, just make sure that you're putting your best foot forward and, um, yeah, I think you'll do, you'll do well. Very good. And, you know, I, I appreciate, you know, your story of not getting the job the yeah. first time you applied. And that tells me, you know, the, the importance of perseverance. Absolutely. And that really says a lot, you know, um, living in the community and, um, and, and, you know, making sure that you're able to, to help represent the diversity and the richness and the fullness of our community. Um, and your life experience matters. Mm -hmm. You know, as you again talk about, you know, uh, starting off as a volunteer with domestic, you know, supporting victims of domestic violence. That is a critically important role and background, no matter what position you're mm -hmm. in, you know, in our city. And, you know, coming from out of state and bringing, you know, those skills that you learned there and melding them and matching them with, you know, what we expect, you know, makes for a better employee, a better, a better police department. And, uh, so I just want to say thanks to all of you for your service to our community and you make Hillsborough a better place to work, a more wonderful place to live, and certainly the best place that anybody could ever be mayor. So thank you for that. And thank you for joining us on Community Conversations. Uh, we hope that if you are looking for a job, you will look at Hillsboro because we would love to have you join our City of Hillsboro employee team. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Steve Calloway, Hillsboro Mayor. Have a great day.